Hi, we are talking to amazing people in construction and education about recruitment, training, and retention. Welcome to the Builder's Table. I'm your host, Jennifer Wilkerson. Today, we're going to be doing part two with CDCR, Dr. Joseph Piazza and Brian Wilfong. If you haven't listened to the first episode, please go back and catch up and then listen today. Yeah, I love all that. I think that's so important. And again, that goes back to taking care of the whole person and the human development. So I think that's so important for the dependability, the critical thinking, the financial literacy, all of those are parts of helping them succeed when they get out. So so uh, Dr. Piazza, tell me a little bit about recidivism rates that you see when you have people enrolled in these type of programs. You know, this is so much the core of the question. And Brian, I, and our colleague, James, um, uh, you know, we travel around the state monthly and we talk to wardens and chief deputy wardens um, uh, and explain to them and their executive staff about what the reality of the statistics are. So I'm going to lay it out for you, Jennifer, and it's going to sound like I'm self-serving, but the fact is the numbers don't lie and we didn't create the numbers. Typically, in uh, the recidivism rate for California is 45 to 60% if there's no intervention. Um, if we put somebody through a, um, a, a drug treatment program or a cognitive behavior intervention program, that number drops to around 38%, um, which is good. If you put them through a CTE program, that number drops to 25%. So again, if you just put them through CTE, you, you cut that in half, right? Now, what we know from our own California research is if you have them go through a CTE program and a cognitive behavior intervention, a CBI program in the same day, that number drops to almost 10%. Wow. Drops through the floor, right? So there is brain research that will explain this. And um, I'll try and do it in 30 seconds or less. And Brian, you wave me if I'm just getting too much too geeky, okay? But essentially uh, what happens, Jennifer, is um, when you and I taught high school, I taught high school math and science, um, it really wasn't a multi-sensory experience. It was mostly didactic, some Socratic, but, but mostly one or two senses at any one time. What we know from the brain is, um, uh, brain research is that the more sensory stimuli during an event, the greater the memory. Now that can be for times that we remember that are very happy times, birth of a child. Um, it can also be some horrifying times with some people's past and trauma that they have had. But those are usually multi-sensory experience and they're burned in the brain. So if we look at, if I, you and I, if you were teaching English and CDCR and I were teaching uh, math and CDCR, quite likely, again, one or two senses, it would be difficult to open that brain up because we don't have enough sensory stimuli. CTE does that on the natural, right? You pop a circular saw, there's going to be adrenaline. You hit your um, uh, you hit your thumb with a, um, a torch while you're sweating pipe. You're going to remember that, right? And there's a smell to it. There's a, a sound to it. So CTE on the natural opens up the brain because there's so much uh, uh, stimulus. 
And then you have somebody come in who is a, who specializes in therapy in that same day while the brain is open and says, well, let's talk about how we don't repeat negative behaviors that no longer serve us. Now we're open to it. But if we just walk them into that CDI class, it's going to be trying to, to, to plant a seed in rocky soil. It may take and it likely won't. So CTE compared with CBI has the data that proves that it is the secret sauce for trying to get people to rethink who they are, who they are in relation to other people, what their dreams and goals are. Now, to be honest, a degree program, a bachelor's degree inside of a Department of Corrections has less than 3% recidivism. However, Brian described to you that the people that showed up in his class were the hard cases. They were the ones that hadn't decided on a different way of life. Those people that enroll in college have already decided to change their life. So it's two different populations. We specialize in the hard to reach on the natural. And if we combine it with CBI, it is exactly the best investment of time, space, money, personnel. Interestingly enough, and should any of your um, listeners want it, this matches our re California research actually matches a national study of three years ago that went through all the programs we're talking about that Brian talked about, ABE, high school diploma, bachelor's degree. And it said the best ROI, the best return on investment for any taxpayer inside of a Bureau of Prisons is, in fact, CTE training. So I'm sorry that didn't stay within 30 seconds, but I hope it answers your question well. No, it does. And it's so interesting because, I mean, that's just a plug for career technical education in general. You know, when we're talking about yes. young people in K-12 and their minds are at that point where, you know, we're molding them and we're helping them, it makes sense that that sensory stimulation actually results in an in a openness. I mean, you explained it in a wonderful way. And I love the fact that when you combine it with the other things that you're doing to help these people become whole, they stick, like you said, they work. It makes sense. So I, I think it's incredible. I think CDCR has always been known for being so progressive and the things you guys are doing. Are there any particular milestones or successes that just stick out in either of your heads that you're like, this was a great success for us? Brian? Online testing. When I first started with CDCR, there was no way those people were ever going to get a computer. My clerk in my classroom had a typewriter, right? This is the type of technology we had. So um, I think about, I want to say seven, eight years ago, so there was a movement probably 10, 15 years ago to really reinvest into CTE and to really reinvest into the rehabilitative features of our programs, right? To make them quality programs. There's been a lot of work over the last 10, 15 years to really make our programs more uh, really worthwhile um, as a training program. But I really think that bringing computers into our classroom seven years ago was a huge leap forward for CDCR. I mean, think about it. How many of your listeners are using computers on a job site, right? They're, you don't see blue blueprints anymore, right? They, they come out as a, as a PDF on a tablet and you're walking around the job site with a tablet looking at your blueprints. 
all your, you know, your um, requests for information, your change orders, your timesheets, your order, your ordering material, all of that is done on computer nowadays. You can't even apply for a job anymore with paper. My son is my son's a senior in high school, and he's trying to find his first job, and he's applying for jobs, and he's going around to places trying asking for an application. They're like it's on the website, right? So if we're going to take our students and prepare them for the real world, how do we do that with a typewriter? So um, that's, for me, I think that was one of the big things. It also allowed us, you know, I said that earlier that 20% of our training is uh, book work, right? It's classroom training. By having access online, we can now have our students doing the Pearson Connect system. They can they can take their um, just like you and I. They can take their reading material back to their back to their cells, back to their bunk, and they can read in the evening or on the weekends and study uh, when they're outside of class time. All of that is possible because we broke the barrier seven years ago. Because we had to move to online testing for some of our programs. So if once that barrier was, if you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of milk, right? Absolutely. You gave us, you gave us online testing for one program. Well, if we can do it for one program, why can't we do it for these? If we're doing online testing, well, would it be great to have the Pearson Connect learning management system go along with it? And it's taken, you know, it's taken us seven years to get here. Um, you know, CDCR moves at the speed of government. Um, but, you know, as, as one of my colleagues said the other day, I thought that was funny. But, uh, you know, we're moving forward. And so now we're looking at doing digital careers inside of CDCR. You know, my partner, James Searcy, I take care of all the construction trades. James Searcy, my partner, takes care of everything else. He gets all the leftovers. So he gets because uh, construction is and you, you got the leftovers. Heart, and that's not what he said. My heart, yeah. My heart is with construction. I love construction. That's where my heart is. So um, he gets CRT, uh, computer-related technologies. But they're talking about, you know, he's looking at doing programs with um, Cisco networking and um, you know, Microsoft, Microsoft Office at the expert level. You know, you can go into most Fortune 500 companies and find five or ten people in the company that have those type of credentials, right? So he's looking at six or seven new online CRT programs that are all because we in CTE brought computerized testing into the into the prison system. I think that's one of our biggest changes is right there. That's incredible. That's Dr. Piazza, what do you think? Anything? You got a different one? I, I thought you said it as well as it can be said. There could be more. Um, if I were to, uh, you know, obviously in, a, in, a, in an organization with 60,000 employees, um, there's no question that took a lot of people to make that happen. So um, I won't celebrate a single person as getting that done. And that being said, uh, Dr. Choate, who is the director of the Division of Rehabilitative Programs, uh, who is about to retire, actually, um, November 30th, to our uh, sadness. Um, uh, he 
he had this vision for all his children, although I'm sure he loves CTE the most, but um, all his children. And uh, and were it not for his advocacy, his common sense. Um, so I would say the computers and Dr. Choate, uh, those would be the two milestones that we've that have contributed the most. That's fantastic. That's wonderful. It's crazy how things can change, but they can change. You can make it happen. So it's wonderful. Just as there's, I could go on with more and I know we're coming to an end. If there was something, you know, speaking to some contractors out there that maybe have been hesitant about um, hiring, uh, giving that second chance, which I, I believe construction industry is the second chance industry, but what would you tell them? What would you, what would you want the opportunity to say? Do you mind a double answer on this? Because I, I really mind. like Brian to lead us off and I'll clean, I'll, I'll, I'll hit um, sweep, if you don't mind. I don't mind at all. For me, um, my guys will give you a better, my guys will make you money day one, right? Um, that's the important thing. For a contractor, at least for the contractors I worked for, that was the important thing. It wasn't how much money you made for me last year. It's how much money are you making for me today? And um, I think that's that's the primary thing. You know, we do talk to we. Dr. Piazza is the um, manager for the Prison to Employment Initiative here in California. I've always been a very big advocate of trying to get my students hooked up with employers once they got out of my program and they got released. So we've been traveling the state talking to different contractors all over California. Um, Our guys are ready to go to work. They know they got to show up on day one on time. They know they have to get along with people. You can teach them. They have enough skill that you can teach them anything. You don't have to tell them what a connector is or what the difference between this screw and that screw is. If you have a specific task, most contractors kind of specialize, even if you're an electrical contractor, you specialize within a certain niche of the of the overall industry, right? So I'm sure that every contractor has a certain way they want a specific thing done that works for them, that makes them money. They, they, you can teach our students that fairly quick because our students are ready to learn. They've already proven to themselves that they know how to learn. They're, they can take... They can take pretty much anything you throw at them and work with it um, without getting angry, without quitting. And they'll be there today. They'll be there tomorrow. They'll show up every day. They're hungry to go to work, which, to be quite honest, with a lot of the people um, that I've dealt with over the last 20, 30 years in the trades, you know, those I had, I didn't have a lot of those guys. I tried to keep them when I found them, but I had a lot of guys in the trades that would work great until Friday afternoon, maybe wouldn't show up on Monday morning on time, you know, cause they had a long weekend. That's not our guys. Our guys are the ones that you can depend on. Thank you, Brian. And I think that's a really good segue, Brian. Um, I'd like to start back at the 30,000 foot view. You know, there may be people that say, Um, You know, my family was negatively impacted by a felony and I don't want anything to do with them. And that is completely understandable. Anybody who's been a victim of a crime has a journey. They and their family have a journey to work through. Um, And I certainly have no judgment on that. 
that being said, we talked earlier about the reality of the situation is these people are coming out. And um, if they can help you, you heal by being productive people, giving you confidence that the time they did while incarcerated has helped them become better people and now they're making you money, maybe that's a way for both of you to heal. So I encourage you to um, uh, maybe even be a little self-serving if you're an employer and you're looking for somebody. Um, we, Brian, James, um, our supervisors, our team that we supervise, um, we are a brand and people may not be used to hearing us uh, state agency talk like that. But in fact, CDCRCT is a brand and we shop it. And when you hear me talk over and over again about teacher recommendation, we value the NCCR certification, but if you don't, if, if the person from CDCR doesn't have both NCCR cert and teacher recommendation, they don't have our brand. They don't get to walk around with it. But you get those two, then what we're telling you is what Brian said. They are ready to work. They're ready to learn. They're ready to make money. And if you think about how expensive it is for an employer to train someone they can't afford to have a high turnover rate of people that go, yeah, not for me. Well, we've pressure tested your future employers, employees. They know they want to be in that trade because out of those 27 per class, we expect that probably between three and five will want to stay in the trade. The others will have benefited from the rehabilitative experience. That's fine. Great, go into retail, whatever makes you happy, we're fine. You're going to be better having been through CTE training. But those three to five that decide to be welders, plumbers, auto body, um, machinists, whatever it is we offer, they know. So you've got almost a virtual lock on somebody who's going to stay with you. Your training is going to give you a return on investment. We have pressure tested them for you. And they now... We wish we could work them longer, but just the, the way schedules work in CDCR, they've done six hours a day with tools, five days a week. There is no other training program, whether you're at a trade school or a community college or high school, that has, that has put them through that to be sure that they can do what they say they're going to do. So I guess my final thought, going back to the human development side, and this is a challenge for all of us to consider. Um, there are crimes that are unspeakable. And there are some people who won't be releasing from prison because there are those, they've committed those crimes. Um, and the fact is, incarceration is not about being mean to people for the rest of their lives. When they are removed from their family, when they have been stripped of their independent decision-making and they are incarcerated, that is their punishment. Dehumanizing them doesn't not only doesn't help them and more likely will make them get worse while incarcerated, it also doesn't help us. So if we put it in our own self-interest, let their incarceration be the punishment it is intended to be. Now let's build a better future for us, which means having them be a different person going out than their way in. And one way you can do that is interview them. We don't ask for a job guarantee for any of our graduates with teacher recommendations. What we ask of employers, small and large, is give them an interview. And if they don't meet your expectations, don't give them the job. And please let us know because we will scale up our training to be the best 
provide the best employees in the trades out there. CDCR CTE is a brand. I hope, Jennifer, that's been helpful. I appreciate you letting us go so long. I hope we, we're not too long-winded for you. Listen, I think it's been awesome. I think this is a super important topic. Um, I love it. I know for us personally in our welding fabrication shop, we have employees that have previously been incarcerated and we find them to be the most eager and most loyal. We have very loyal people. Um, so I am 110% behind letting people know about this. And for people that sometimes think, well, due to their record, I can't get them on site. You may not get them on a site, but you can get them in a fabrication shop. You can do civil work. There's a lot of things that are out there that are huge opportunities. Um, so I just think both of you, the last thing I'll say, if somebody wants to find out about your program, someone wants to, to talk to somebody, how do they, how do they find you guys? Brian? I think the best thing is to just email me. Um, I'm Brian, B-R-Y-A-N, dot Wilfong, W-I-L-F as in Frank, O-N-G, at C-D-C-R dot C-A dot gov. Um, I'm not sure if I'm on the NCC. You can always call NCCR and say, hey, who's that guy from, or call NCCR and say, hey, who's that guy from California prisons? Um I've gotten a number of referrals from Kathy and uh, and Angie uh, sending me people that want to talk to us or think that I should talk to them. But um, yeah, the easiest way is to just email me. Um, I'm the sponsor rep for CDCR. I'm the NCCR sponsor rep. I, they just changed our titles. And sorry, I don't remember what it is. You're the director. Uh, You're the director. I'm the director. Hey, look at that. I get a pay raise. I'm a director now. Yeah, I'll process that uh, right away, Brian. Yeah. Um, but yes, we. Um, the easiest way is just to contact me, is just shoot me an email. Um, we do travel. You know, state of California is a fairly large state. We do travel. We visit every one of our programs at least once a year. We're actually in the classroom talking to the students, talking to the instructors. Um, so the easiest way is to email me and then I'll get back to you usually within 24 to 48 hours. Um, so that's the easiest way. Absolutely. We will include your contact information and hopefully there are a lot okay. of listeners out there that have been enlightened about the programs, the schools that are inside the prison systems. I think it's awesome. And I, and CDCR just hats off to you guys. You're doing a wonderful job. Keep it up. And thanks for being on the show. Really a pleasure meeting you and uh, Aaron both. Thank you for having us. And if, and we don't just provide employers with people, right? Well, also, we're also looking for employees <laughs> to teach our programs. If you got excited about the mission, contact, contact us. us. We, can, yeah. we can show you the promised land. Absolutely. That's great. Thank you so much. Thanks for being with us. My pleasure. Bye. Join us next Monday for the next episode of The Builder's Table.